Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly. Or who's had more interesting jobs, Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those aren't yeah. exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, but Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr. How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at paniniamerica.net. Or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Wally Zerbiak. He is a CBS Sports College basketball analyst. He's also the analyst for the Knicks with the MSG Network. And a uh, Timberwolves sixth overall pick in the 1999 NBA draft. Wally, good to have you back on. Uh, take me back to, I think you were in Seattle the last time Seattle had an NBA team. You were there. That was your first, that last year for Seattle Superside. What do you remember about that? Well, I remember there was a lot of turmoil with the uh, ownership and the franchise and what was going to happen. I remember we were playing in the key arena and they wanted to get that arena redone or move arenas. Um, I love the city of Seattle. I loved going there to play there as an opponent. I love playing there as a player and living there while I was there. It's a phenomenal city. It really is right by the water there. Um, I only played there for five months. Then I got traded to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and we made a couple championship runs in my last couple years of my career. But I really had a good time in Seattle. I hope they get a team back. But you're right. The following year is the year they moved to Oklahoma City. So I was with the Supersonics the last year they were in Seattle. And you were there. Durant was 19 years of age when he got to Seattle? Yeah, he was 19. Jeff Green was a rookie. It was a rebuilding mode for the Seattle Supersonics. Was Durant great at 19? 
He wasn't this great. Uh, he turned the ball over a lot. PJ Carlos Mo was using him as a two guard, um, you know, <laughs> kind of running the offense at half court. So he was struggling a little bit. He's still one rookie of the year. So he figured it out his rookie year. You know, his shooting percentages weren't great. Um, but as his career went on, he became a dominant mid range scorer where, you know, a guy at 6'11, 7 feet, you give him the ball 15 feet from the basket, you know, posting up, he can just turn and shoot over anyone. So he, you knew he was going to be great but he struggled a little bit that rookie year as a lot of 19 year olds do and obviously he's become one of the greatest of all time if you had to choose you had to guard durant or lebron since you played with lebron that's a great well i guarded lebron in practice so i i I think i got a a few tips on how to do it so i would have to say probably lebron i mean uh what do you want to make lebron do just shoot from outside. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Kevin Durant is a lethal outside jump shooter, especially from the three-point line. LeBron has improved his three-point shot immensely over the course of his career. But as a defender, I think for the most part, you can live with LeBron making threes and making jump shots. You just can't let him get to the basket because he's one of the most physically dominant players of all time. So I would say Kevin Durant, you know, you can't let him shoot from outside because he'll kill you from deep too. Uh, he's Wally Zerbiak, the former NBA player and working studio with uh, March Madness. How many times was your name misspelled on your jersey? Did you ever did you ever have one of those moments? Yes. Uh, I remember my rookie year with the Timberwolves. We always had an extra jersey, thank goodness. But I remember my rookie year, we had a misspelling in one of my games early on in my career and our great equipment manager Clayton Wilson in Minnesota he always had the backup so he had a backup to get it right the next uh that that night actually do you have that jersey I don't I don't um no I think Clayton just took it and I think he torched it um explain the sequence at the end of last uh or the uh the UCLA game where you know you get the put back and then there's that three seconds where Mark Few doesn't call timeout, and I believe he had one timeout left. But in that moment, it worked out. But is that the, is that the smart decision with a coach, with a freshman who is getting the ball? Well, I, I think it was a brilliant decision, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. First of all, what a game. And I was I was literally 30 feet from the court. You know, we were down there getting ready to do a hit, so to, to – be a part of that moment in real time and be on the floor pretty much was just uh, an amazing feeling uh, for myself and my colleagues. Ryan Hollins went to UCLA, so <laughs> his heart was absolutely broken. There's a picture that's kind of surfaced with him grabbing my arm, just like, oh, no, it's going to go in. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's all over Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. It's really a great picture. He's a wonderful guy, and what a run by UCLA. And what a performance by those kids, honestly. It's a shame that someone had to lose that game you know UCLA just ran out of time like Clark Kellogg said but phenomenal job to tie that game up at the end but Gonzaga is coached to when a a basket is made to push the ball up the floor I mean if you see Jalen Suggs he starts turning and looking to run and Corey Kispert who's their four man and also Timmy who's their five man they're coached to get that ball out of the out of the net quickly pass it up ahead to Jalen Suggs, and he's like a blur. I mean, he's going to be a top five pick, maybe at the top pick in the draft. So he just goes. So that's something they do every possession on a make. And I just think UCLA just didn't really think, okay, we still got to play these last three seconds out. You know, if you can make Jalen Suggs make one turn, you know, stop him. They just started running back on defense like it was a normal possession, and he's going to get the ball up the floor in three seconds, and then there was no contest on that shot. I mean, I was watching the play, and when you watch it in real time, you can just see nobody on UCLA was stopping him in, in, in the backcourt. And all they needed to do was just move in his way, and he would have had to turn, and that would have thrown him off, and he would not have gotten as good of a shot and as good of a look. It's a credit to Jalen Suggs. It's something the Gonzaga Bulldogs practice every day. That's how they play all 40 minutes. They love to run on makes. And UCLA had to be aware of that. Um, but I understand the moment. I mean, you just tied up a game in yeah. overtime, you know, and the kids were just, uh, you know, it's a tough situation. And Jalen Suggs just made a heroic shot off the glass. But I think that's the point, though, Wally, is you almost relaxed a little bit because you think we're going into overtime. Like we had the putback. We've tied it up. They got three seconds. They're not going to do anything with three. And then you all of a sudden you see who has it. 
and then he's got a great look. And he knew it was going in. He did. I mean, I'll tell you. And, and, and you know, he was a step over half court. This is a shot that guys practice. We saw it in the All-Star game. Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, those guys were making threes from half court to end end the game and, and at halftime. So this is something guys nowadays practice. And Jalen Suggs is a talented athlete, phenomenal football player, basketball player, Mr. Basketball, football and basketball in Minnesota. So this is something that a point guard works on. And, you know, he knew I had time. He got it off in plenty of time. And wow, what a historic moment i mean that's the greatest basketball game i've ever seen it was just phenomenal and i can't wait for tonight the two best teams in college hoops going at it okay what does baylor have to do to win this um that's a great quite i mean baylor has the the offense i think to keep up with gonzaga baylor is a great offensive rebounding team and you remember the theme against houston was can Baylor keep Houston off the boards? They did that, yeah. and they actually offensive rebounded against Houston. That's something that Gonzaga is going to have to watch out for because Baylor has a couple guys down low and Flo Thamba, Chama Chachua, and uh, and Mark Vital who love to hit the offensive glass. And then on the offensive end, the key is Davion Mitchell. I mean, he is a guy that I love. He's my favorite player on their team. I think he's a key to their team. A great on-ball defender, also a great point guard who gets dribble. Penetration not only scores for himself, but he gets the shots for all the shooters. And they're the number one three-point shooting team in the country. They shoot 41% as a team because he gets into the paint, breaks down the defense, sprays it out to those shooters, and they knock down threes all over the court. So I think in order to beat Gonzaga, Davion Mitchell has to be getting into the paint, getting paint touches, living in the paint, and creating open threes for his teammates. How do you explain Timmy? Oh, You know, I couldn't figure Timmy out, you know, watching him on TV, but being 30 feet from the court and watching him play, I completely understand his game. He is the smartest basketball player in college basketball today. Really? And one thing he has is huge feet. I mean, he's got to wear size 20 shoes. I mean, he's not overly tall. I think he's about 6'9", 6'10". He's got long arms, very, very fibrous muscles, and he has an incredible feel for the game. I mean, he he there he can go over his right shoulder, he can, his left shoulder, finish with his right hand, finish with his left hand. He's impossible to stop one-on-one in the post, but it's because he's just so, he's so nimble as a big man. I mean, he just, his elasticity, he slithers through areas <laughs> that a lot of big guys can't really get through. And I was, I think he is their most skilled and best player. I don't think it's even close. When they need a basket, throw the ball to him because he can score on anyone one-on-one in the post. And then on top of it, he's so smart. I mean, how about that charge he took in regulation? I mean, that was just a brilliant play at the height of like the game when they needed a defensive stop and he slides over and takes a huge charge on Johnny Juzang. So I just love his game and seeing him in person, you can really appreciate how smart he is as a basketball player. Those little moves that he makes in order to give himself advantages. I hate that charge call. (laughs) I know. I know too many charges in college right now. They got to revisit the charge. I think when a guy, when it, when, it, when, a, when an offensive player doesn't hit the defender squarely in the chest, I don't mind, you know, the defender obviously has to be not moving. But if, if, if he hits the guy on the shoulder here or on the shoulder here and the offensive player is obviously trying to avoid the defender, I think you got to start calling that a block because that means the pl- offensive player is in control of his body and he's not out of control. So when you're in control of your body as an offensive player, you're trying to avoid that guy and you still kind of are are paying attention to the basket. It's going to be hard to avoid contact. So I think they have to revisit that charge call because way too many calls are being called offensive fouls when I think they should be called blocks. Well, spoken like a true scorer. (laughs) Did you make your last shot in the NBA? Uh, I believe I did. It was in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was against uh, the Orlando Magic, and I think I did. I didn't have a great game. I think I was like three for eight or something like that. But I think the last shot in the fourth quarter that I got was kind of like a little a little elbow jumper, 15-footer, and I think I knocked it down. Did you ever airball a free throw? No, I don't think so. And that's what's driving me crazy about Luka Doncic airballing free throws. I'm like, what's going on around here? I don't, <laughs> I mean, under- I don't understand it. I mean, it gets crazy that – professionals shooting air balls. 
I don't understand it either. And he's a great shooter, especially from the three-point line and all over the place. I just don't understand it. I think he's got to just develop a routine where it just becomes, you know, just he's just such of a feel player. Like he shoots his threes off the dribble. He shoots his threes fading to his left sometimes, fading to his right sometimes. That I think, you know, on the foul line, you just have to stand there, Luca. You got to get a routine and you just got to mechanize that shot and get, get his free throw shooting percentage up. I think he should be a little bit better free throw shooter. Yes. I mean, all these guys should be at least 75. It's a free throw. Like, just get up there, have some form, get a rhythm, you know, bend down. Like, come on. Hey, you're talking to the wrong guy. I shot 86%, so I, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> How many could you make blindfolded? Um, Out of 10? Hmm. I got to try it. I've never tried it. Um, I would think... You know, once you, I mean, I can, you know, like Jordan, you, once you dribble, you look and you close your eyes, boom. But if you keep the blindfold on, I mean, then it can start going really, really sideways. Honestly, like, uh, you know, if you keep the blindfold on, I would hope to make two or three out of 10. But if you dribble, get your routine, then you close your eyes like Jordan did in the game. You know, I think at that point you make about seven out of 10. Why did Jordan do that? Just Just because he's Jordan? Just to prove his greatness and probably to talk smack to an opponent that was trying to get under his skin. That's what he does. Did you face him when he was with the Wizards? I did. Yeah, we had a lot of success against them. You know, the Timberwolves played them twice a year. And I think if my memory serves me right, we went 6-0 and in the three years where we played against them. Did you and talk trash to him? No, (laughs) no way. I had to guard him. I had to guard him, um, you know, as a three man, he was doing a lot of posting up. So it was a good matchup for me. I like guarding guys in the post. And um, I also, you know, played against him in the all-star game. When I made the all-star game, my third year, he was on the East. I was on the West. We got that win too. But uh, you know, I didn't see the vintage vintage Jordan of the, of the nineties. So I saw Jordan at the end, you know, when he was more of a post-up player, still a great player but he wasn't quite the athlete that he was uh, in the 90s. But you owned him. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. He owns me on the golf course, that's for sure. We've played a few times down in, down in Florida, and he definitely owns me on the golf course, despite being our, ha- our handicaps being right around the same. <laughs> he might be a sandbagger a little bit, though. Hey, <laughs> He's uh, pretty good. great to talk to you, Wally, and uh, enjoy tonight. Should be fun, and uh, always appreciate you joining us. My pleasure, Dan. I'm a huge fan. Keep doing your thing. That's Wally Zerbiak. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, 
Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's bring in Adam uh, Morrison, the Gonzaga radio color analyst and uh, one of the great college basketball players in recent memory. How do you think you sound on uh, the call there, Adam? Uh, I, I think I did okay. It's, uh, it's, I'm just glad I let my uh, partner Tom Hudson get through that, and he battled through me screaming over the top of him. But uh, obviously, that shot was amazing. So it was pure joy. Were you jumping up and down? I was, yeah, and you know, because I was preparing for you know second overtime, and you know that's when the the analyst comes in. So I'm like, well, maybe we should call timeout. I get, you know, I'm starting to formulate like a cohesive thought in my head, and then he obviously makes it. So I was, uh, yeah, I was obviously pretty excited. It was cool, cool moment. I like the strategy that Mark had a timeout, didn't call the timeout because his team has practiced this that. Just get it in quick. Don't let the defense set. And then, you know, Suggs got a great look. Yeah, no, you can see McCronin, too, after they make that. He's calling for a double team because, you know, you obviously want, you know, the, the guard in that situation to have to zigzag and take some time off to make the shot further and more difficult. And, you know, I don't think the UCLA, UCLA players uh, – played it bad it's just you're automatically just running back and um so i think you're exactly right i think fewy did a good job of just letting that play kind of develop and obviously jalen made a heck of a play we practiced uh half quarters at gonzaga and the shoot around the day before the game so i guess it kind of pays off that's why you do it give it a chance what's that feeling like game on the line ball in your hands uh it's pretty cool. I've I've was lucky enough to make a couple game winners, not not as big as that. I missed a couple too. Um it's cool. It's a it's a cool feeling to have uh the trust in your teammates. Um, you know, and, and if you're lucky enough to hit some that you know, the reaction afterwards is pretty special. I hit a couple at home. Um, but I also missed one in the tournament my sophomore year, so that's uh it's it's a double edged sword obviously, so um, you know, it could be good and bad, but uh you know, if you're put in that position and you're lucky enough to make one, it's pretty special. Because you guys lost to UCLA in the Sweet 16 back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we lost, and that was the, you know, the infamous uh, me crying on the floor game. So, yeah, I've been in that situation. It wasn't a game, you know, a game-ending shot we missed, but uh, you know, gut wrenching is uh, an understatement for that game. So, yeah, I mean, I've been in both spots and. 
luckily for uh, Jalen and our fan base, you know, and um, he kind of, I guess, kind of put that stuff to bed for us. And you know, it was a pretty cool moment for everybody that I was lucky enough to attend and obviously the people watching. Well, we forget that you're kids. So when, you know, people would see you crying and then, it, you know, it wasn't a meme back then because we didn't have them. But it, it's almost yeah. like, you know, this screen grab of you crying and, mm-hmm. and, you know, people forget like you're a college kid. Like, did yeah. it affect you, though, that when you saw, you know, how people reacted to that or how you looked after you missed the shot? Yeah, no, I think I, it, it did at, at first, you know, you know, and you're exactly right. It was, it was 21, 22 at the time. And, um, you know, it obviously followed me into my NBA career. I mean, it it's uh difficult to you know describe like what it's like to have people talk and talk about you like that and it's like hey this is you know if you watch all NCAA games this is a pretty normal reaction to losing um and especially the way we lost um but i think that year you know i was first team all-american led the nation in scoring so i think it was a little bit more magnified just because of the type of season i was having and the coverage that we got um so yeah, that was tough. Um, but you know, like I said, um, you know, Jalen kind of put that stuff to rest, I guess. But um, you know, I I let that game go probably ten years ago. If you asked me the same thing five years uh, five years after the Sweet Sixteen game, I probably would have declined the interview. You know what I'm saying? Really? So, yeah. Well, it, it just it gets it gets kind of old, you know. Sometimes just to. You know, pick a scab, I guess. But uh, it's also like, you know, there was other guys on my team, too, that felt the same way I did. And, um, you know, so you just got to move on, I guess. But that was 15 years ago. So it's like, hey, you know, we did beat them in 2015 going to the Elite Eight. That year I was a grad assistant on GU staff. Then obviously we beat them, um, you know, the other night. So I think we can kind (laughs) of maybe move on from it as program to program. But I I understand what, you know, the connection with it. Well, I think there's a a mystery to you. Like there was a fascination, but also a mystery there. And then (laughs) I didn't know that you, you know, were doing the color commentating on. uh, Yeah on the games like you know that brings you back in uh like it, it almost feels like you're you're part of the team uh again I, I don't know if you feel that way like do you feel like you won in that uh, game <laughs> against UCLA uh no I mean it, in a sense it felt good obviously but I think it it, it was better for our fan base because there's a lot of fans that um, you know, have always supported me, and, and that year was kind of the first year of um, us being like a national story, or, or the, the the program getting elevated to a different level. And so I think that's always kind of irked our fan base to kind of be the butt end of the jokes aimed at me, but towards them. So uh, you know, the the support I got just from random people and stuff online, it's like you know that one's. It was great for Adam to have that call and then kind of the monkey off his back in that regards for that UCLA game was good. Uh, was cool. But, you know, the best part for me was like, you know, obviously being able to experience that and watch this team continue with an undefeated season, you know, because it's obviously something special. But, you know, I got to run into old teammate of mine, Ryan Hollins, before the game, which was cool because he played in that game and then we were drafted together in Charlotte and he knows what it means to me and vice versa for him and his college career and his basketball career what that game uh, meant so it was cool to run into him and you know, just, you know, say what up and then just kind of be like, hey, man, it's kind of weird that these teams are playing again and blah, blah, blah and stuff so I think it's more was more for the fan base, which was obviously good. He's Adam Morrison. He's uh, doing the uh, color commentating for the Zags, the former Gonzaga forward. Um, you got two NBA rings. Where are those rings? Uh, they're at home in a safe. You ever yeah. bring them out? Uh, I've shown them to my kids, and that's about it. Yeah, I kind of just leave them in there and keep them in a safe place. But, yeah, the kids get to see them. That's about it. What's your favorite memory of Kobe Bryant? Oh, man, there's a bunch. Uh, You know, just how he – just how tough he really was. Um, You know, and everybody knows the Mamba stuff, but – 
I mean, I've seen the guy break his finger, roll his ankles, um, and just live on the training room and then go out and compete. Um, he was always so nice to me, too. And, and so, yeah, he just was such a tough dude. And when you were around it and saw his work ethic and his drive to be better every single day, and I know everybody's talked about it, but when you lived it and seen it, it was fascinating. I mean, he was a truly a savant. He was a smart man. He was always trying to improve his craft. And, you know, the ultra competitor, like, cut his arm off just to win a basketball game. So I was just always so impressed. And, you know, looking back now, obviously, when he passed, to, to be lucky enough to be around him, you know, and be on some special teams where he was, uh, you know, the leader of those teams. Uh, what was your welcome to the NBA moment? Uh, there's a bunch. Let's see. Um, I think I was playing Portland my rookie year, and I was obviously from the Northwest, so that and you know I was playing in Charlotte, so we only got to go there once. And I think I drove and shot like a weak floater against Lamarcus Aldridge, and he put it in like the 18th <laughs> row, and their fans really liked it because there was a lot, a lot of fans cheering for me as well, just being from the Northwest the year before, but. <laughs> You know, there was a bunch because I was obviously, like I said, I was in Charlotte and, you know, it uh, was a newer organization then. And, you know, I had older teammates that would, you know, would be like, hey, this is a little bit different than the NBA. And I didn't really understand what they meant. Then I get traded to L.A. and I'm like, oh, OK, I understand what you meant. So that, that part was kind of funny. Uh, you know, but I hope you never feel like you have to apologize for anything, Adam. You know that. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I like that. And you know, I when I talk about the UCLA game, and I really do mean it. Like I put that stuff to bed about ten years ago. You know what I mean? It's like okay, life goes on. It's not. It's one game. It's not the story of your whole basketball career. But it was funny when Michigan was playing UCLA. They were doing our post game, and I looked at my partner Tom Hudson. I'm like, I sure hope Michigan wins, just so I don't have to redo this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's just the honest truth. You see, like, starts making a run. Drew Zang starts hitting threes. And I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. So, yeah, it's, uh, I appreciate that. But, yeah, I, I understand that. So, But uh, coming from you, I appreciate that. Uh, what do you think happens tonight? Uh, I think it's going to be obviously a very good game. I think the, the key matchup for me is Mitchell and Suggs. If we can keep Mitchell out of the paint, I think he kind of keeps everything going for uh, Baylor. He had those 11 assists against Houston. So I think Suggs and Mitchell is going to be an interesting matchup. If we can get out in transition, um, we'll be fine. We lead the country in uh, transition baskets. 34% of our shots, total shots, come in transition. So if we can get out in transition and gang rebound, I think we got a better chance. But this Baylor team should be undefeated as well. So, I mean, this team is, without the COVID pauses, is fantastic. They guard. They can score at 82 points a game. Um, they get good perimeter play. So I think it's going to be a tough one. I really think it's, to me, it seems like a pick em in my opinion. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And, um, you know, hopefully it's a good one. We had Wally Zerbiak on last hour. And Wally said that Timmy is the smartest player in college basketball. And that he's unstoppable in the paint. Yeah, it'll be interested to see if, you know, Baylor does a double-team package against him. And I've always kind of scratched my head this year when people try to go single coverage against him. I mean, even against the Mobley brothers, who are going to probably be pros, yeah. uh, the USC game, he was single coverage, and he handled them pretty well. I think he had 24-25. So I wouldn't be surprised if Baylor shows us a double team package, but I know you know opposing coaches always get worried for you know like a because you know, he's a good passer and we cut from the weak side and then a skip pass for a wide open three. But um, he's been playing fantastic, so I, that's one of the keys to the game for me is you know what the coverage is when he gets the ball in the post. Well, you know, conserve your energy, save your voice. And, <laughs> yes, yeah. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got to say one thing, Dan. This is this is honest to truth. 
So, you know, I grew up watching you on the mothership, right? So when I, my, uh, in 06, my last year at Gonzaga, I had a really good game against uh, University of Washington. You did the highlight, and you gave me an Enfuego. So, like, <laughs> you inviting me on the show and getting the talk is, is pretty special. So I appreciate it. But, yeah, I got an Enfuego from Dan Patrick. I'm like, boom, career's done. We're yeah, good. But I meant what I said, Adam. I, you know, I it, that. you don't have to apologize. And it, and it feels like, and, you know, and I hope it's not there in your voice any longer. You, you were a great player, and, you know, just because your pro career didn't match what people thought, you don't have to apologize for anything. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Have Thanks. fun tonight, Adam. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. That's Adam Morrison. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We bring in Jim Nance, who joins us. Great call. What were you expecting there uh, after UCLA tied it? I wasn't expecting that, Dan. I wasn't expecting to walk into the uh, later moment for this generation and one of the great shots in the history of college basketball. But it sure was fun to share it with my buddies. You could hear all of us reacting when when Suggs made the shot. You can hear Grant. You can hear Raft with his onions. And, um, and it was just euphoria. I think we were a perfect reflection of what everyone was feeling and doing at home at that moment. Yeah, I didn't know if in your mind you're thinking, okay, they're going to call a timeout or – are we getting ready for another overtime? Well, remember, there are three seconds when, when Juzang makes the putback. So uh, it, in some respects, it feels like it's in slow motion. And, and otherwise, though, the reality is, is that Suggs took the inbounds from Kispert so quickly, and he was motoring, he was going. And I was really proud of um, that sequence because really the key is, particularly when you have a three-man booth and – I believe in sharing. I, I'm maybe a little uh, atypical as far as the way people think of classical play-by-play or radio play-by-play, but I'm not working with one analyst. I'm working with two. And I'm also inviting them, as is my style, to have more of a conversational approach. You know, anybody can say the ball's passed to here, rebound by this guy, shot put back up. I'm not into all that exact uh, radio-type uh, uh Minutia. It's a visual medium. So I freely invite to have uh, Raft and Grant join in and react. So for me, it's about the setup and to be able to say that there was still time for Gonzaga to do something. And then, uh, of course, he, he, he banks it home. And, and within a few seconds later, it's, we're all still trying to pick ourselves off the floor to be able to say that the perfect season remains on go. It was, a, it was just incredible euphoria and glorious for me to share it with, uh, with Grant and Bill. I'm also wondering that you're, you know, not in a uh, hermetically sealed bubble here, but you know, everybody's there. And I don't know if you become more invested in a game as opposed to if you were flying from, you know, one site to another site. And it, so it's not the same. You have more of a normal life. I don't know if you get more into a game and there's more of a moment that you had, or am I reading too much into it? No, I think you're on the, the fringes of maybe what it's been like. I've been here for four weeks, came in a week ahead for the Big Ten tournament. Uh, these four walls are starting to close in on me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And it, it hasn't been easy for anyone on our crew, particularly the uh, crew that I'm working with, because we had the extra week and we're not allowed to go out. We haven't stepped foot in a restaurant. We haven't stepped foot in a fitness, fitness center. Uh, the joy is getting to the arena and calling the games. Otherwise, I'm sitting at this very desk, uh, just pouring through notes and information and FaceTiming back home. And uh, listen, it's a championship game. Uh, that should be spectacular. It's just all roads led to this matchup since December the 5th when they were canceled. And I think uh, you were mentioning about having one site. I made a big play on this uh, after the Big Ten tournament. I think this is something that the NCAA will consider down the road. This was a template. that you know, Again, like so many things in COVID, we're, we're finding different ways to do business. Yeah. And maybe the NCAA tournament down the road, they're already committed for the next few years. Maybe down the road, they go with this template to go to one city and use the arenas that are somewhat within driving distance of that host city and have a, more like an Olympic village setup. I mean, Indianapolis is the greatest host city for, for this event. They, they do such a good job. But the streets are empty. It's almost eerie. Yeah. And you walk into the arena, it's cavernous, and there's just a fraction of the fan base there. And thankfully, when you put the headsets on, Dan, you get lost in the game. And that's what we're feeling with seconds to go on the Sug shot. Again, it was slow motion, but it wasn't. We were lost in the moment. And I just feel so privileged to say I was there that night in Indianapolis. What about uh, some of the other calls? I don't know if you've ever ranked them, but whether it's football, golf, 
basketball. Yeah, I, I really think there's way too much. I think it's kind of a, a, a byproduct, maybe a social media and people clipping everything. Um, you know, I'm sitting here pouring through notes. Uh, if it was all about the call, I'd be sitting here trying to create make makeup scenarios and worrying about four seconds instead of worrying about a two hour broadcast. To me, it's still it's the art of storytelling and interacting and setting up your teammates. That's what it's about. Everybody wants to boil it down to three or four seconds. Obviously, that was a big one. Chris Jenkins hitting the shot to win a championship was a big one. Uh, having the last narrative to go with a tiger holding out in 97 or 2019. Those are important, but I didn't prepare for those events for that one little sentence. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, as you know, it's, it's much deeper and involved and much higher level than that. A lot of people that maybe want to observe or critique this business, they just don't have um, either the depth of knowledge or aren't big thinkers to understand what the role really is. It's way more than just trying to be prepared for a single solitary moment. Tonight, we're going to have a two-hour and 20-minute game to broadcast. Maybe I should just lay out and hope that the game comes down to one last <laughs> shot and just have all my prepared lines to call that one shot. I actually feel like I've got a few other things to do. But, you know, the bottom line is, man, I, I count my blessings at a time like this. You said, uh, hey, it's Masters Week. And to hear you say that got me so, so juiced. And I'll be on the grounds of Augusta at this time tomorrow, switching gears. I've got the championship game tonight. And uh, it sounds silly when you're 61 years old to say that you're living the childhood dream. But I really, in my heart, I feel that. And I'm just so grateful that I've been lucky enough, fortunate enough to be in the place uh, at the right time to see so many of these uh, spectacular, memorable events. What's the storyline for Augusta in your mind? I think uh, I think the first story starts with can Dustin Johnson win two green jackets in five months, uh, which I totally believe he can. You know, people are saying, well, he wasn't playing great leading in, into into this week. I don't think that's of any concern. He just shot 20 under in in November. We know the conditions are going to be tougher this week. That won't bother him at all. And they got Jordan Spieth coming in on the the wave of a of a of a victory. We've all longed for for those of us who um, internalize maybe some of the people you root for who do things the right way and who work hard and treat people right. I'm just really thrilled for his victory. Uh, and can he back it up at a place where he's won before? He's finished second twice. Uh, he's had four high finishes in his, really, it's a brief career. You forget he's still in his 20s. And uh, now that he's kind of got everything back on track, uh, it's great to have him back near the top of the game. Will you have any segment Dedicated to Tiger in the Masters coverage. You know, we don't – you play all that organically. I mean, we don't segmentize the Masters. We we show golf and we react to it. Okay. So that sounds more like a studio comment like that. Uh, if we were going to, like, create a segment on, on, on Tiger, we don't really go in building segments. We go in and, and, and it's, 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 it's watch and observe. It's reactionary. Now, will Tiger's name be brought up? During the broadcast, yes. I mean, without question, probably every day, although it won't be the same way that you bring it up. It might be in some sort of context. That's another thing, by the way, I think that a lot of people don't understand about play-by-play. -play. If you have the recall and you have the, the history to have the perspective and the context, that is, that's, again, more important to me than naming who, who grabbed the rebound or who scored a bucket. Um, but I think the context of Tiger is just it, it cannot go very long in a Masters broadcast without his name popping up because he has set so many records around there. So uh, I can't tell you where it'll happen, but you can bet Tiger will be discussed. How's your recall? You know, as I get older, like I, things that I would never miss, I'm missing, or, you know, you mispronounce or you forget. Um, how are you? You know, I, I knock, on, knock on plexiglass here. Uh, I'm very fortunate. Uh, I have... Uh, a memory that uh, a, a lot of people I'm really close to don't know how I have this stuff tucked away in my brain. Um, I, I can I can really recall specific dates, names, numbers, phone numbers. Uh, uh, it, it's um, it, it's it's something I think has been a real benefit to my career. Uh, I have so much in my head, and it's one of these great um, 
paradoxes too, because my dad's memory, as you know, yeah. uh, and this is my life's work really is, is with the field of Alzheimer's and the study and research behind that and having built I mean, maybe the foremost Alzheimer's research center in the world, named for my father, the Nance National Alzheimer's Center, my dad lost his memory. So I get reminded almost every show that I do with people I work with, how did you remember that? Go into the masters, for example. I don't have anything in front of me when I call the masters. I really don't. I have it in here, in my heart. I have it in my head. And I mean, I know the history, just, I mean, absolutely down cold. And, and, and a lot of the history of the NCAA basketball tournament, championship games in the Final Fours, I have it in my head. And every time somebody reminds me about that, I think I'm a, my poor pop, um, that that eventually uh, short-circuited on him and uh, it, it cost him his life. And that's why uh, virtually every single day of my life, I'm trying to do something to advance research, fundraising, um, trying to steer important discussion uh, into the arena of what we can do to try to find one day, and I think we're moving in on it, uh, a treatment and ultimately a cure. My goal in life, Dan, is is, is very simple. Uh, I, this aside from being the, you know, trying to be the father of the year, the greatest uh, uh, husband possible, is I, I want to be on this planet and and be a part of the team that that has figured out a way to defeat Alzheimer's, to defeat the opponent, to beat my father. So when you say memory. It really is personal to me, and I have this weird uh, paradox that I have been gifted a, a, a pretty amazing memory, if I do say so. And I don't know what to chalk it up to, but uh, I lean it on all the time. Great to talk to you, and I uh, look forward to tonight and, of course, uh, this week at the Masters. Are you going to have a sound-alike contest this week, Dan? Oh, probably need your permission. Run its course? Well, well we probably need your permission. We, 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 really? well, we made a couple of uh, t-shirts that had a reference to the masters and uh, the masters uh, gave us a cease and desist. So we, like, we don't, we, 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 we might skip this year just so we get in a little better favor. You don't need my permission. You have my proxy, my friend, you know, that. <laughs> so on, on virtually everything. It's a pleasure. We've actually the, had this like Monday of masters week phone call for many years yeah. so it's officially in the category dan of a tradition unlike <laughs> any other thank you my friend thank you buddy be sure to catch the live edition of the dan patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m eastern 6 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.